I ate copious amounts of moose for dinner. Not mammal moose. No. <laughs> yeah. Iceland's only moose ever. <laughs> cream and cream-related products. Four to one ratio. Yeah, four to Lil, one ratio. Well, tell us about the four to one ratio. <laughs> four to one ratio is all about milk. Uh, milk's a great fuel source for ultra endurance. And I got a ton of heat from vegans for an <laughs> April Fool's joke. It was Rue's idea. Blame her. I think Rue's a genius. Four to one ratio, 24-7. It's showtime, everybody! Showtime! You've been living in a dream world, Neo. This is the world as it exists today. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Listen, we talking about practice. They peed on the dude's rug. Donnie, you're out of your element. I see. You think this has nothing to do with you. Don't ever trash talk black Jesus. This is the Adventure Stash with Pace and McAlvin. Chris, run us through today's route. Um, Yes, today's route is about 90 miles, I think. Um, Day two. Day two. Yeah, day two. Uh, Left day. Um, I'm blanking on all the names. Uh, and then where did we end up today? How do you say it? Thrain? Is it Lagerhol? Lagerhol. Um, we left a hot spring. We ended at a hot spring. Basically, we kind of went over a little neck of land that connects um, the sort of uh, northern west fjords to kind of the, the eastern west fjords, right? And we we finished the day with this, like, it, it, to be honest, like today was like just a little bit of a grind. We had to kind of get through this sort of barren highland plateau still beautiful like tons of waterfalls and it was just gorgeous but um we got to the end of this thing and it was like hot springs were like 10 miles before the end right on the water the most beautiful day sun came out and then we had this little dessert gravel that was like end of the day just absolutely stunning i mean i've ridden a lot of roads in my life driven a lot of roads and this was like probably one of the top like five you know six it was just like so like these tiny little bays where it looked like you could just swim or cliff jump and winding perfect gravel, like not too many potholes. It just felt, it felt just kind of dreamy. And then ended at this rad little hotel that has, I guess one of um, Iceland's more kind of iconic hot springs at it and a big pool, all geothermally heated. And yeah, we're all kind of fried in a good way. Um, Another kind of like just mouth jaw to the floor, kind of looking around and, all day enjoying it but um yeah that was day that was day two <laughs> that was day two the, the, oh my gosh we should also add that that small quote-unquote small neck of land um had a 1600 foot mountain pass as payson would put it level one climb or something <laughs> category like one category one <laughs> level yeah. one <laughs> level one it just shows how little i know about cycling um it was a, it was a, you know it's one of those kind of endless climbs that just goes and goes and goes a little bit and it's sort of like um, undulates, but the raddest thing is, is like, you're pretty engaged. You're always looking around, seeing little waterfalls. And I guess the coolest thing is like the lack of cars, like mind boggling, you, you ride a hundred miles and you get passed by like 10 vehicles. Like yeah. no exaggeration. It was crazy. We're and, out there all day and we yeah. get passed by probably you can count on both hands. Yeah. And it had just like an ear to ear grin descent into like a sunny Valley. Like that was really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. I guess you know, she'd go straight into it. My highlight of the day, which yeah. we're going to talk about was 
it either be a matchup between that that descent because it was just like one of those like off the brakes like beautiful it just rips you into like you know this this gorgeous valley with a full-blown river net right next to you sheep everywhere only scary part was if the sheep were gonna like dart out in front of you while you're going like 45 miles an hour um and then kind of coming into Dragsness, which is like this cool coastal town and we just it was like the perfect weather we were kind of like ah, oh, do we like are we gonna stop at the hot springs and you get there and it's like perfect temperature yeah. you know could be in t-shirt and shorts and uh just jumped in and, and it's funny you get in these hot hot springs and it's like hot tub time machine kind of time kind of dissipates and you're like oh it's been let's do this for 20 minutes like an hour later we're all like okay i guess it's guess like, we should go guess we should go so that was my those were my highlights for yeah. sure yeah there's a whale breaching right off yep. right offshore yeah all time and pacing do a little food run at the um at the mini market like mini 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 market and came back with just like all kinds of treats and drinks <laughs> and everything. That was pretty all time. Yeah. I've really thought about my highlight of the day yet. So I'm actually going to pass and think about it while we're continuing to go around the room so that I can actually do it right. Um, Nicole, do you want, do you have a highlight you're ready to talk about or just someone else? Rue, I think has a highlight. So I'm going to hand it to her. What makes you say that? Because uh, I'm looking at my phone trying to remember how to pronounce names. <laughs> I've written out stuff phonetically. Um, my highlight of the day was, I mean, the road, I, today we definitely had like, I, I thought the best part of the route that we've seen so far, just the most beautiful, of the most pretty light. But when we got back or when we got to the hotel and we showered, I fell asleep for Lil says it was five minutes. I think it was 45. <laughs> then we had dinner, and Lil and I sat next to um, Butterna from Visit West Fjords and Thrawin, who is the videographer and photographer, one of them, for, one of the photographer and videographers for the trip. And I think we talked for like an hour, and we we're talking about just the differences between Iceland and Alaska and the similarities and talking about ticks and, um, how Berna, she grew up in Iceland and didn't realize until she was 16 that it's kind of weird to have dark winters and mm. sunny days like during the summer and you know you go to these different countries and you're lucky to talk with locals but then I mean this experience you have somebody who wants to showcase the best parts of their country the places that they call home and we're just kind of along for the ride of that for for that and we've never done that before lil and i where we're kind of i mean you know what i mean maybe we have like here's somebody who right they're trying to they have like a purpose in what they're doing but it's also like wow like we just met this person she's fantastic he's fantastic very considerate like people in iceland have been just so kind but then also like we're just along for this like literal ride and it feels like a scavenger hunt. And today we didn't have that many stops, but I mean, just, just the places that we saw. And by many stops, we had like a couple stops, but yesterday we like were on like more adventure. I mean, I don't know, like we had waffles and blueberries. and blueberries and a hot spring and it's like every day is different and that wasn't planned. Like the blueberries and, you know, you know, that was my highlight. I guess dinner of those two. I mean, it does seem like the locals just have like a real sweetness about them. 
Like yeah. there's like this really gentle demeanor and Pierna dinner was like, well, it might be because there are no threats here. <laughs> there are no predators. There are no nasty bugs. Like life's actually pretty good. But then, I mean, maybe she's just painting like a beautiful picture because it's like the weather is harsh. Life is not easy. But, you know, they they just seem to see like have a very positive and mellow outlook about everything. And that's been such a treat. Um, I thought today I think I climbed the pass with Chris and I think we spent like a full two hours talking about previous like trips and places we've been and like stories from there and just all this like positive things we've seen and done and like we're riding through Iceland I think when you're in like such a beautiful landscape you just get so inspired about the entire world Mm -hmm. you're like this is what I want to do I want to go here I want to go there when actually what you're really doing is you're just so happy to be where you are you know you just get to this next level of like everything is gonna be great forever (laughs) and so that was pretty cool (laughs) you know we went like all over the world we're like south africa and egypt the middle east and then arctic expeditions and then like just all over the world so that that was pretty fun it was like a little little train going up the pass you know and it was hard work anyway but it was it was really good and then you just get this like killer descent and that was really fun it's like like a little speed machine yeah big time nico i think the highlight of the day probably i mean we we're all talking about you know iceland's harsh weather and we're kind of bracing ourselves um thinking a little bit about yesterday and how high the winds were and the rain that we got at the end of the day but today was just perfect um the temperatures were good the sun popped out for probably i don't know three hours it was three hours we so when we were in the hot springs and then um as we were finishing our ride and there were a couple periods of today where we stopped and there was not any wind like zero (laughs) zero wind and so I think just kind of, um, it was like jet ski or it was like, you said like, uh, water ski conditions on the fjord, like look like a lake. Yeah. It was just glass, like water. Um, perfect, perfect everything. So I think, uh, <laughs> at one point we all looked at each other and we we're like, well, tomorrow may not be like this, but we can just remember, um, <laughs> how we're feeling right now, which is pretty much perfection. And, um, at the end of our ride today, we were all just, um, we had six miles to go and just kind of expected to descend to our hotel. And we come around the corner and Chris had never ridden in the area that the hotel is in. And it was just this massively gorgeous, rocky dirt road. And everyone was excited. And we went around this turn and there's this big rocky pier and just absolutely gorgeous good dirt and it was something that we all kind of didn't expect and couple that with like the perfect weather and the sun and it was just uh, a really nice way to to end the day i can't believe nicole you didn't talk about the pace and pull i thought i I, nobody brought that up like i thought that was like i know that was like that was like I mean, that was like the moment. Like that, it was like you're right. That was my moment today. Um, <laughs> the pace and pull. The pace and pull. Uh, how the long? You realize how strong your boyfriend is. How long do you think that was? Oh, it's like six miles. Okay. Yeah. So 
super strong headwind and Payson just uh, like a superhero jumps to the front of the line and this is the first time that I've actually been in it. What would you call that? Pace line. Just a pace. <laughs> There's the Peloton. <laughs> well, a single pace line. Um, all of us were together and um, we, I started in position two and um, <laughs> second wheel. And <laughs> And it, it was it was really really nice. And Payson said to me, "He's like, why don't you why don't you go back to fourth wheel, and see how that feels?" And so I, I jumped back there, and um, or was it fifth? I was in the back. And I was like, I was like. <laughs> Well, it's not just one wheel. Every bike has two wheels. Bike has two. Eight. Tenth wheel. But so, anyways, I popped to the back of the line, and yeah, it got better. Um, It was really nice, peaceful riding, and Payson was just pushing for a really, really long time, and. Yeah, I got to kind of feel what that feels like for the first time, and that that's, was exciting. It's pretty rad. I love yeah. how many firsts there are. Like, you're on a bike packing trip. You're putting in like mega miles. I mean, it's 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 big. It's different than being on a light road bike. You know, your bike's heavy. Like, you got just you know multiple days. It's not like you're doing a century, right? You're doing like three, four, five days with stack days, and then all of a sudden you're like trying something new okay cool i'm going to the pace line you know it's a little <laughs> different when you've got like a bar bag you can barely see the wheel there's just like stuff going on i love that like you had some firsts on the trip and i i think that was like pretty all time definitely we moved fast we were moving yeah. like 23 miles an hour for like six miles and i was like oh dang i get used to this <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really your, fun your moment of discovery though was when a little gap opened up Oh yes, yes. The rubber band snapped, right? So while, so while I was in the back, um, Lail, I uh, needed to talk to Rue about something, and she just moved out of the pace line, and it was like <laughs> the rubber band snapped, and I just fell off the back, and I didn't want to accept the fact that now the game was over, so I was sprinting to try to catch Chris and the harder that I would sprint, it was just, you know, it kind of, I wanted to cry a little bit and I just kept sprinting as hard as I could for probably, probably two, <laughs> probably two minutes. What wasn't coming back. And then Lail just like a boomerang, like just pops out of nowhere and catches the guys. And I like tried to get on her wheel. And anyway, everyone slowed down and let me catch up, but I, I screwed it was up. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed up. I, all of a sudden I had this really pressing idea for something that I want to do in like three weeks. <laughs> about and I was like oh this is exactly the moment that I should do that <laughs> but I kind I also kind of thought we were gonna chill out <laughs> and and then we did after that <laughs> I mean it seems like a sad story but it was really a cool representation of of how that works I mean I people talk about you know tactics and um, pulling someone off of a pace line, but I had never felt it. And it was literally like someone just cut a rubber band and I was just like gone. And 
<laughs> Everybody should have that feeling. <laughs> it was it was good. It was good. I feel like I get it now. Um, I think my highlight of the day uh, was when we were riding that last bit of gravel that everyone's talking about, and it was so ridiculously picturesque. And uh, there were all of these really big tree trunk uh, driftwood pieces all along the shore, like old dead trees, but like big trees. And I didn't really think that Iceland has any big trees. And there were just loads of this driftwood. And Chris told me that this was driftwood that has come all the way from Russia. And like that this is a frequent thing on this coastline. And I thought that was so cool. I'm just so so enamored by Iceland's unique circumstances from the currents to the volcanic activity to where it sits you know underneath arctic circle everything like there's so much going on with this little island it's so freaking cool i think it's rad too you can just turn a corner and then all of a sudden the landscape i mean it literally just changed it was like different like you turned a corner you're like this is a completely different landscape. All totally different rock. Totally different rock formation. It was yeah. like, it was so trippy. You're trying to place it somewhere else you've been and it just exactly, it feels yeah. so unique and that's, it's so cool. It's cool. You guys are seeing everything like in such a slow way. I mean, I don't know anybody personally ever who's been to Iceland and like literally gets shuttled up to the West fjords and then it's like, okay, cool. You're going to see the whole place like in a really slow methodical way. Yeah. Right. And, I'm hoping that you guys see way, way more of the country too, because this is, has its own beauty, but the South and the interior is just so different. Right. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to witness. It's cool to kind of, uh, watch it all unfold. It's rad. Yeah. Um, well, I see lots of heavy eyelids and tomorrow's an early morning. Tomorrow's Um, a big day. You want to preview it, Chris? Super fun day. Uh, it's about 140 miles. Oh, that's 140 miles, um, loaded bikes, uh, pushing over 8,900 feet of climbing. And we're going to get a 6 a.m. start uh, two hours earlier than we've been kind of kicking off because we want to be done before the rain comes, hopefully. Slash um, dark. Slash darkness. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of those things like, you know, there's certain days in a trip where you just got to kind of make the distance. And um, we all have, you know, so much stuff we want to see and do and experience floor while we're here that we can't you know make the trip last 10 15 days but hell whoever's listening to this if you come bike pack the west fjords you for sure can yeah um, you don't no have need, to do 140 miles yeah a day. and there's there's even the days that we've done two kind of 90 92 95 mile days like you could easily break those into two or three there's so many places to stay it's rad but yeah tomorrow we basically kind of go over another sort of neck of land and we actually go all the way to kind of the the i guess you could say west side of the west fjords totally different coast um, and, and with that comes different wind patterns, comes different weather systems. Um, we start the day with a couple punchy climbs right off the gate. It's a 600 foot climb, <laughs> two miles sorry, in, sorry guys. And then another kind of little punchy climb. And then it's sort of, uh, it's sort of like we're cruising down a fjord. We go over, we're on the other coast and then we're going to hopefully end our day at this tip of this kind of big peninsula. Um, the day after that too is another kind of bigger day, but we're going to check the weather. Iceland's always changing. It's supposed to be pouring rain that day, so we might take a lay day and, I don't know, sit it out a little bit. But we're having an incredible trip. It's been rad to be able to let people follow along. And, yeah, I mean, here we go. Let's get some sleep. Woohoo! Thanks, y'all. Sleep tight. <laughs> <laughs>